Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs Mozart talk is a celebration, bitches Naheim I wish for you a hundred years of success But it's my time Cheers, toast to crime Number one D-boy, shame you can rhyme The rock boys in the building tonight Oh, what a feeling, I'm feeling life You don't even gotta bring your paper out We the dope boys of the year Drinks is on the house The rock boys in the building tonight Chillin', I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Gandhi till I'm charged Writing in my book of rhymes All the words past the margin The whole of mic of throbbing Mechanical movement Understandable smooth shit That murderers move with The thieves theme Play me at night They won't act right A fiend of hip hop It's got me stuck like a crack pipe The mind activation React like I'm facing Time like Pappy Mason With pins I'm embracing Wipe the sweat off my dome Spit the phlegm on the street And the Nikes on my feet Keep my cypher complete Where the crew's in in the six cab A Montero deep I can't call it Beats make me fall in a sleep I keep falling, never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for dead fucking presidents to represent me. The world is yours, disciple of the project, slash verbal murderer. Yeah, the world is yours till the Philly bluntheads crack pumping drug murderers. The world is yours till my niggas coming home from lockdown with new plans. DJ Fuck it, the world is mine, holding the stolen cops clock with G notes in my hand. And, and we're recording. Yeah. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this the hello? 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 What's breaking? Well, I guess it's uh, welcome to another episode of Models Talks, a safe place for keeping it clear. Where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. You heard? Um, yeah, we look crazy right now. We're we're recording on Zoom. This ain't crazy, man. It's the wave of the future, baby. You know, it's a wave. It's it's, actually, it's very convenient for all. Oh, I figured out who Dot looked like. Who does Dot look like? He looked like a member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, that, that is a 1970s mustache. <laughs> that this nigga has on his face. That's a good one. That's a good one. I can see Maurice. That. What's the main nigga in Earth, Wind, and Fire? Maurice something? You look like that nigga. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. You yeah. look like the, the seventh member of the Osley Brothers or something. That's all right. I can take that. You need a white suit. I need, nah, I need a- Like um, a bell bottoms and shit. Yeah, but my top got to be tight and it got to like- Oh, yeah. Right below my nipples and then anything else be open. <laughs> yeah. Old niggas always talk shit about little young niggas wearing skinny jeans. Them niggas was wearing whole- Jeggings. Now they were looking crazy back then. No, listen, we already. I, I feel like this was the prior episode where we said old niggas was dressing crazy way back in the day, talking crazy. Oh about yeah, us. they were they were dressing real crazy, very crazy. Because you know the Isley brothers, apparently they were gangster, but we saw them. They was wearing leggings. Mister Isley himself looked wild. Mister Straight Isley. leather. So he had that baby fro, everything tight. Had the jerry, the curl popping. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Well, uh, hello world. Uh, we're recording via Zoom because uh, the Rona is outside in the world, and um, yes, we're testing this out in this uh, this technology. Shout out to the job for giving me a free Zoom account, even though it is free. <laughs> yes, this nigga got some free shit, and he's happy about some free shit. <laughs> I'm happy I still got a job at the moment. So, amen, man. Amen. Yeah, you know, salute to the essential workers out there, dugging it. And the you know the hospitals, the delivery drivers, they don't get enough love. You know, niggas out here. Oh yeah, man, my package has still been coming. Shout out to Amazon, they out here thugging it out. Oh, Amazon has slaves. Trillion. Amazon has slaves. Jeff Bezos about to be a trillionaire. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Amazon has slaves. (laughs) It's not slaves we get paid. Yes, it is. You know why slaves? Because the money is so small that it's it's insignificant. It's like feeding them. Like it's. You had to feed your slaves and house your slaves back in the day. That was overhead. It's a small overhead. I mean, apparently, I mean, I heard that Amazon workers get paid all right. They get like um, share stocks within the company, mm-hmm. and they get to work overtime if they choose to to make okay. their dollar. 
they're not slaves, but they're they're definitely the they're about to make a one man a trillionaire. So they're about to make a dude one man. I, you can't hit on that nigga. Nah, I can't. You can't hit on a man that creates something innovative that will stand the test of time. Yeah. A lot of these companies that we're seeing, they don't got good business models. And it took it took them a while. It's not like Amazon popped up on the scene out of nowhere. Like it took a minute. For Started Amazon selling to... books. Yeah. But uh, Terry... potatoes, but we we this Mazel talks, man. I'm happy to that we back doing this again. You know, I've been I've been missing getting shit off my chest. I've been starting to tweet crazy because I can't say this has been an outlet, but I don't got this outlet, so. I started to tweet a little crazy. You was gonna do that anyway. Yeah. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you was gonna do that anyway. He does that on a daily. I did. That's regular. And I'm happy everyone knows it is you. It's and not me all the time. It is okay. It's <laughs> not all the time. It's most of the time. <laughs> well, how you doing, Terry? You know what I'm saying? You quarantining all right? I'm over here on the Henny, man. I'm practicing social distancing. I'm practicing mental health shit, reading my Bible, reading books, um, exercising, becoming a pretty good cook. You know what I'm saying? Cooking up things, you know, trying different things. I'm about to try a turkey meatloaf pretty soon. Don't make that face at the turkey meatloaf, bro. You a nigga that put ketchup on that joint, don't you? Ketchup, ketchup goes on meatloaf. Like, what are you talking about? Gravy goes on meatloaf. Yeah, I'm a gravier. Guy. You look like a gravy. You slather the whole. You look like the nigga to slather. First of all, you know, but you the first nigga to say slather in 2020. <laughs> I was thinking my ass is thinking said slather. Yeah. Slather the yeah. whole meatloaf with slather. Yeah, put it in. Uh, put it in the oven. Yeah, you can't do that. The only thing I'm slathering is the inside of my cup with this brown liquor. Pause. That's not a pause. Are you still going in? Are you still going into the office, Terry? Oh, I ain't stopped, bro. I'm essential. I'm part of a sect. I'm part of a very vital sector of the economy. Mm. What's your importance? We assist. We assist. Actually, we got gov- a lot of government sh- clients and also a lot of hospitals and medical shit. So I've been, you know. I ain't, I ain't had a day off, my nigga. Put that on your resume that you were essential employee. Man, fuck a resume. Did you give you a hazardous duty pay? Mm, fuck no. Yeah, the checks been clearing up. R.I.P. Them checks have been in my bank account every 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 other week on time. So you been, how have you been enjoying the what are the, what other people do now? They uh, they show thank yous for the essential employees everywhere now. <laughs> they fly planes over the city now. Heroes work here. <laughs> have you, um, the only thing that I've been receiving is my paycheck. That don't make you feel better. Oh, it definitely made me feel good because I ain't spending no money. Like, we ain't going out drinking. We ain't going out, like, we ain't going out to eat as much. So you saving money on groceries. You saving money on liquor. Bro, you know, we go, if I, oh, I'm not going to speak for y'all, but I'll go out and shit. I had a $70 night, two nights in a row. That's $140 on some liquor. Mm. That's two great nights of memories, though. Sometimes. This is Richmond. You forget I live in Richmond. Shit ain't going up like that. Not the big baby? Nah, they, it's a regular joint. It's just, we, we up on the bammer like this, baby. Nice. Somebody got to keep the motif of the podcast going since y'all squares. Uh, squares? That's a tough Nigga, your mustache, you're, you're ready to pull a nigga over. <laughs> like that. Super trooper. <laughs> and ask a nigga, where are you going? Where are you coming from? Where's square is a bit of a harsh term. That is a tough word. I would say something more along the lines of uh, which uh, experienced. Experienced with four kids and uh, two toddlers. Yes. Three, you have three kids under four. There you go. What do you feed that thing? The mustache? Yes. Life. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you guys. How are you guys doing, man? How are you holding up during the uh, quarantine? You know, a real one, you know, I'm blessed stuff job as you do. You know, I'm even more blessed that they let us work from home. WFH. Yeah, you know, it's a new experience for me working from home. I like it. I will hopefully they will add into our daily work schedule where you can, you know, work from home, go to the office. Because, you know, I don't need to be at the office five days a week, to be honest. That shit trash. 
I don't want to see niggas five days. But, but don't you like getting out the house though? Or you don't? Oh no, I do miss some of my coworkers now. Let me not say that. I do miss some. I you know if it's three days on, two days off, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Don't flex with the haircut, bro. You want to see? We got if we got video right now. Look at look at the full hair though. Yes, body Bodies niggas out here don't got real hair. Uh, this nigga look like Lorenz Tate in. <laughs> you look like Lorenz Tate in uh, Love Jones and in, in what Love uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? He did have a little baby fro in Love. I got, I got. Listen, by the end of this morning, I'm gonna have braids, bro. I'm gonna have yeah. braids, bro. Did you see yeah, that? Oh, um, nigga get Nipsey braids carpet. Tony, what's, what's his name? Tory Lanez. Braids on his carpet? Nigga got braids wow, up that's there. that's the title of this joke. That joint is sick. That joint is wild. Listen, like I said, I didn't... Like I said, how I didn't many women you have sex with? That's unconscionable what he's done to his head. That looks crazy. You know how, like, when you when you braid your... You had braids. Yeah. When you grab the hair, there's, there, there's surrounding hair on the braid. He just has a braid with no hair around it. Like, there's no... It looked like he glued the braid. This is like just sitting on a, on a blank like, canvas like gummy in spots. It looked like they stuck the like they, they stuck the braid on his scalp. I can't believe that he really... Well, I guess at this point, the nigga doesn't care. I think he genuinely doesn't care. He's owned it. it. He has owned it. Yeah, he does not care. But for people to be accepting of this, that's the problem. Uh, you you got you had uh, braids and you got rid of them at a good time because you know a lot of yeah. niggas have had braids for a long time their hairline be pushed back and they'll never recover. Yes, sir. Shout out braiding it and saying um, yeah. shit pulls back. Slim thug. Baby hair got messed up. You know what I'm saying he's had baby hair. <laughs> oh my god. No, but that might be the most light skinned thing you've ever said. I'm just saying it was right there. And now it's gone. The braids pulling it did back. You, did you have? Uh, did you pull the like? Let me. Uh, can you braid my hair game? Oh, me. did you? Uh, nah, I wasn't. No, he's a liar. Because he's told me stories about getting his hair braided. and he's No, I never asked anybody to braid it. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. told me stories. Tyrell has told me stories. I've never asked anybody to braid my hair. He has told me stories about being in high school, having his hair freshly braided, and unbraiding it during school just to let someone else braid his hair again. I must have been ridiculously drunk. <laughs> he said, he said, Because the only time... That my hair has been braided was when I went to school with it out. And then a girl would be playing on my hair and then she would just start braiding it. So you had girls playing your hair. What class allows you? What, what class are you in where she could braid your hair? Gym. gym. Oh, yeah. Lunch. Oh, at our lunch, our lunch period? <laughs> go gym. Lunch period. Lunch period is cool. We okay. could go to the gym at our lunch period. Gym teachers didn't give a fuck, did they? Yeah, they didn't care. So if I'm in the gym at my lunch period and I have my afro on and she, she start playing on my hair and she can braid the shit. So during your gym period, instead of doing the activity that the gym teacher told y'all to do, you was getting your hair braided. Well, half the time, that, that nigga just wanted you to be looking like you're active. And you then, said the fat nigga. Yeah. So after oh, you had done the done whatever shit he wanted you to do, he was like, whatever, just don't. It's very rare that the gym teacher wasn't shaped though. Yeah. Mm. Well, our 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 gym teacher was Gary was Gary was fat and got skinny. You don't remember so, Fat Garrity, bro. Garrity used to be fat. I don't remember Fat Garrity. If you went to Hayfield from 05 to like at least 12 or 13, you know Mr. Garrity. He was a PE teacher. White boy, bald head. You know what I'm saying? He why was, do why do we treat, treat PE teachers so bad? I didn't. We didn't treat him bad. We just kind of ignored him. We didn't really listen to anything he says. You got to treat him bad. Nah, I mean, you got you to deserve the respect to be a gym teacher. You gotta no, but so listen. Yeah, so it's like you have the best class, and you're over here making us do stupid shit. How about you just like throw the basketball? Yeah, yeah, like why are we doing that? Our our first episode back, we're not talking about gym teachers. Come on, Briss, let's let's get this real. <laughs> That's true. We went in attention. Sorry, man. But uh, uh, Terry, I mean, you said pre-production, you you was ready to let the clip off. So in our inaugural COVID <laughs> Zoom wow. podcast. Let the clip off first. Uh, some of your mamas is ugly. And hey. I've realized that from my... <laughs> there it goes. Um, not everyone's mother is blessed with beauty. But they probably took care of you very well. And also realize niggas will come in anything. 
by Mother's Day. <laughs> wow. Um, Wait, it took Mother's Day for you to realize that? Yo, because everybody posted their mother on Mother's Day. Yeah, and I'm looking at mother like, somebody really seeded some Jones that's like, and maybe because I'm blessed, like, I have a beautiful mother inside and out. So it's like, I'm probably speaking from a place of privilege. But some of y'all mothers look like fathers. Well, my question is, if your mother doesn't have Instagram, what's the point of Thank you. Mother? Thank you. I, I flex on my mom because my mom looked better than y'all moms. That's why I flex on. Okay. But, um, okay. That is very true. Why? See, I didn't post nothing because they don't see it. They're not going to like it. Like, what's the point? Well, of I don't think people do it for the moms. They do it for the, I, but I just like to acknowledge her because, like, really, that's the greatest person I've ever met in my life. So, you know, I, I put something in my story with us together, and then I put a picture of her when she was just looking, when she was just glowing in all of her, her holiness. You know niggas put in, niggas be putting the whole journal post under there for a person that don't be on the platform. Yeah, get on Facebook. Your mom gonna see it on Facebook, though. She will see it on Facebook. Yeah, but they don't put it up there. They won't get them likes on Instagram. Hey, bro, the likes is a drug, baby. You need that fix. Yeah. But I don't even think that's what I really wanted to say. I didn't want to go on on people's mothers. Yeah, there you go. Good Lord. I didn't want to go on on people's mothers. I really didn't. You already did. I didn't want to. Um, what else? You said your mother's is ugly. You finally understand that niggas just come in anything. Yo, niggas will dump in anything, bro. It took Mother's Day for you to realize that. No, it, it, it brought it to the it brought it from the back of my mind to the front of my mind. Understood. Mm. Um damn, did I delete the thread? I think I deleted some shit on my notes. You niggas do that. Um right? Yeah, recently shout out to recently deleted, so it doesn't really delete out your phone. Um, what else? No, that's it, man. I mean, right now, I'm really just, it's so much shit that's going on. It's like, I really don't know where to start. It's like Trump, Trump out here doing the Trumpy shit. You know what I'm saying? Talking about shoot up shit in your veins, bro. I really wish a lot of people had really shot shit in their veins so they could be dead. I'm bleach. I'm with that energy. And people are like, you got to warn people not to do that. If you're dumb enough to do anything like that, you don't deserve to live. And speaking on that, listen, I've been watching y'all niggas on social media and I'm seeing y'all going places and being in places with more than 10 people. Niggas was in Houston like a whole like bowling I'm alley. seeing y'all and I'm I'm, 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 I'm self-quarantining against y'all. Y'all are nasty. Y'all are nasty. Y'all can't sit your asses down. Y'all want to be out in the bag. I think we said this. I don't, we, well, we recorded the episode. I don't know if it come out, but People have been nasty. Like, there are more nasty people than there are clean people. Like, most people, like, you you know how in your life, how I many people you see just walk out the bathroom after they piss and don't wash their hands? Or, like, will pick their nose, dig up their nose in their car, and then, you know what I'm saying? Think about people that dig up their nose, and then they grab the, the handle of every door in every building in the world. Like, people are disgusting. And people are so ready to be out of the house that they'll risk their health just to be in groups. I don't get why people are so pressed about going out so damn much. Like, damn. Just sit your fucking ass down. Yeah, like. <laughs> just sit down and just down. Look, I, I mean, I like, I enjoy going out just as much as the next nigga. As everybody does. You know? I, I, sit down, bro. People don't realize this. The Rona hit U.S., the U.S., let's say to be generous, let's say March, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was about March. It's like, May. Uh, what was it? The, it was March. Because uh, it was, uh, what's that white people holiday? St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so that was March, February, around that time. I hit February, February. and then it started growing, getting bad in March. That's okay. when they shut the shit down. All right, down. so let's say February to be easy. It's May. They have already calculated at least, and the numbers could be fucked up, 80,000 people. 80,000 people have died. But there are 300 million Americans. No, you're not worried about that. You I'm not worried about that. 80,000 people in three months, Terry. You're right. That, that's crazy. You're if right. that was any type of other thing, they're calling uh, people to go to war. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's, a, it's an epidemic. It's a lot. 80,000 80, people, 80, people entered 2020 
thinking like I'm about to make this a, you know the best mm, year. I was very, I was very hopeful for the year. And you passed away off of sickness because niggas can't sit the fuck inside. <laughs> but it's more than that. And then speaking straight to that, um, I've heard people say very. You know, listen, people are ready to go right now. When we're recording this, they're opening up uh, Central Virginia and like everywhere below Manassas today. They push the population. Back. They push it back to when? I mean, the, the, see. Okay, they push it back two weeks, but it's coming. And the the country areas aren't gonna have it as much. It's these city, these heavily populated city yes. areas. They yeah. gotta stop with that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like Houston's the fucking. They're open. They got. They gotta close that shit down, yeah. bro. They, but see, it's like I understand we can't like the the argue, these motherfuckers. Oh, these motherfuckers protesting. This is really what come from. I understand we can't just stop working. We can't stop producing things. We are a country with an economy. We gotta produce things. Whether it be service industry, whatever, whatever, we gotta have a GDP. We gotta produce shit. But they're sap- They're literally gonna sap. Lives will be lost. A lot more lives will be lost because we have to go back to work. If they got the vaccine, won't they just go ahead and pump that shit out? If they got one, I don't think nah, so. Uh, oh, and and this is the last. Thing. Bro was this working different. on one, and all of a sudden he turned up dead. You know, you mm-hmm. like what they say in chess: the pawns go first in chess. So if your ass want to go out in this when they first open up the shit, you a pawn. They gonna I mean, I'm ready for motherfuckers like for the death rate to hit some astronomical shit, like some crazy shit. So then people really be like, all right, damn. Like this shit is real. Like damn, two of my niggas I went out with last night dead. I and I'm, and I'm gonna say this on the podcast, bro. Like, I'll say this on podcast. I lost my grandmother and my uncle to COVID, to, to coronavirus. They are. They both lived in New York City. I was in New York City in February. That was the last time that I saw them. Thank God I did get to make it up there to see them before they passed. But they both died from this shit in 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 last month. So in April, it's affecting me and it's affecting everybody in the city. I know we. I know we're in the south, so it's we're more spread out. We're not on top of each other like the big one of the biggest cities in the world, New York City. Mm-hmm. But that's how this shit spreads, bro. And us coming together in close proximity just to get a motherfucking drink and listen to music, it's not worth it. Not worth it, bro. If I if I get sick going to the grocery store to get food that I need to eat, I understand that. But I'm not I don't want to get sick going to a bar sitting next to a fucking strange motherfucker that I don't know. And then you get out of the bar and you pass on to somebody else. And then that's exactly. Person- and then I go to work to people that I see more to go to my coworkers who I actually care about and give it to them. Or come they home. Get their kids, they get to their family members, and now the shit just spread and started because Terry just wanted to go to the bar to to get drunk. Niggas, people are find, uh, finding out that <laughs> they're not so essential, and that's <laughs> <laughs> and that's why people are getting crazy in the streets and protesting. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if my barber was protesting, I might would I might I might understand him. <laughs> He's essential to the community. Because it's crazy though, because like, but they, the they, bartender, they, yeah, they shut shit down. I don't feel better than nobody because quote unquote my job is essential. I really don't know how essential this shit is. I guess it, it is kind of essential. We work with the medical, we work with hospitals, and we work with governments. But that shit don't make me feel special. Clocking in that motherfucker. You should. They should give you hazard pay. Like a motherfucker, bro. Listen, I got. There's a white boy at my job. He got the whole face shield on. The mask, the face shield, Damn. the mask, changes his gloves every 20, like, he, he, but he, he already a weak white person. He got bad immune system. Weak white person. <laughs> he got a bad immune system, so. Weak, weak white person. What we need is those doctors over there in one of the countries in Africa. We need, we need them to begin to take this COVID and manipulate it so that it no longer affects black, black people. And it only affects white people. But, but and, and because because black people have such a systematic, we don't have access to as good as healthcare as other demographics, supposedly, according to the statistic, we're being affected at a higher rate. See, we need to focus on the black community solely, primarily. Listen, look at me, baby. I'm black. And everybody else can get their, you know, their, their vaccinations if there's any left. And, you know, this kind of parlays, and I think we're going to have a conversation later about consumers and caring about artists and shit. 
And this kind of thing, like caring about your fellow man is one thing, but I do want to care about my family and my people first. Got you. You should. Like, I care about my people. People that look like me. There's a lot of people that look like me in the world. And I I'm saying, and a lot of niggas that look like 1970s uh, singers that I care about. And a lot of niggas that look like Mr. Marcus that I care about. (laughs) Don't put your head down like that. (laughs) <laughs> and shout out to all the Karens in the world. Y'all been making my t- timeline Twitter. Oh, fuck Karen. The Karens? The Karens. What's going on? You see Karen get beat up at the uh, Red Lobster? Oh, the White Jones. No, she didn't get beat up. She should have got beat up. She should have got beat up. She yeah. should have got beat up. Why was she like, why are you so mad because you can't get that? I said she had to wait three hours. I enjoy, I enjoy white women. In distress. In distress. It is, it is pleasurable. Like, it'd be for no reason. But not like really getting hurt, but just like being perturbed about not being put. I would perfect. prefer for them to get hurt, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Oh my god! I got, I got shouting. When they be when they be outraged about just like not getting put first, that uh, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I, it's, it's enjoyable to me. Like there was a, I saw some Karens get mad because uh, they kicked them out the park when the park. Oh was yeah, and she got arrested. And Shorty was like, uh, she was like, take what you gonna do, arrest me? Fine, arrest me, arrest me. Arrest me. And that nigga went the <laughs> Are you really gonna arrest me? Really? Yeah, bitch. Oh my god. Bro, fuck them hoes. Fuck them white hoes. I love it. And don't fuck on them, fuck them. Well, you need to tell your NFL players stop fucking on them. Man, you can't tell the NFL players shit, bro. Them boys love white women. You know why? Why? They get down on their knees. Our queens do that, but no, but they get on their knees fast. Well, that's Off Buckington. That. Um, All you gotta do is say "I play for" and they're on their knees. Yeah. <laughs> Off Buckington. I play for. I play for you. I play for. <laughs> She's like, um, I'll suck in front of everybody right now if you really want me to. See how did how did they wife that? You know why they wife that? Because you could do your thing, and there are no none the wiser. They're none the wiser. So they want a woman that has no back. Well, listen, I'm not going to speak for all NFL players because there's some solid people in the NFL. Yeah, we just talking about eighty percent. But it seems that black athletes, especially NFL athletes, they do gravitate black male, and they do gravitate towards the Karens and the Susans and the little what's what's the Lucys and whatever the bitch's name be, and I just love my black women enough to 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 disrespect them. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. mama. My mama said, if she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. <laughs> it's a bar. I'm sorry. And listen, I I genuinely like genuine people, good people that are of all races. But we're not gonna act like the history is not there of the behavior with these people. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you gotta prove yourself an ally before I accept you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta show and prove. And until then, you you not on my side. It's the white woman cut. Oh, she 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 riding. Yeah, don't put the white woman cut. She'll ride. She'll ride because because cause, cause their kids is black. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's a different type of white. Listen, there are like I said, there's good white people. It's not like all white people are bad. I just have to say this disclaimer because we might come off anti-white. We just anti-cracker. Pro-black is not anti-white. Anti-honky. Oh, shit. Anti-mayo. Yeah. We need nothing new work. Even though I do like a little mayonnaise on my sandwich. You like a lot of mayonnaise on your sandwich. Yeah, relax. Don't, don't, put that, don't put that dirt on my name. You get it. You, you, you know how you use? You get dolps. Dolps. You go. Bro, look, you you said two words that ain't nobody said in 2020. <laughs> what did you think it said? Dollop. 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 You put the spoon in there and you just pop. Oh, this is <laughs> the spoon. I, this is what you do to manage. You dip the, the knife in. You do I not really, dip the knife and you pull the knife out directly. Yeah. Y'all sleep. No, I stay asleep. Well, can I ask you both a direct question? Sure. This is a direct question. And... I know that you guys are both, uh, my, my friend Dot is recently married. Congratulations to him on the podcast formerly. Thank you, bro. 
and my man's my man's uh brisk is on his way down the aisle but um have you guys ever had any history with white women you know what don't ask yes don't answer that question don't answer that question yeah thank you yeah next i don't know why i put y'all on the spot like that mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get back into the groove because it's been a minute i don't even know why i went there you just want to shoot. That's okay. You just wanted to get. I, didn't, I don't know why I sprayed. That's friendly fire. That's friendly fire. I'm sorry. He wanted to, he wanted to spice it up. That's friendly fire. That's friendly spice fire. Spice it up a couple of matches. That's friendly fire. That's friendly fire. I apologize. Ask another question. Respawn. We're gonna respawn. Nah, keep. Let's switch it up. We're gonna respawn. Start off. Switch it up. So what you been doing during this quarantine, man? You got you got some new sleeves. You got some new clothes. Um, I've been working on building. I'm saying building um a nice attire, you know. Trying to get my get my casual shit together. Get some loafers. You know what I'm saying some nice slacks. On, I've, I've been plotting because I'm telling you, we right now. Wear socks or loafers? <laughs> what the fuck is? Yes, do you wear socks or loafers? You shouldn't. Not not all the time. You can. Loafers. I don't know about the loafers. You can. But um, what I realize is that um. So what are you gonna wear when niggas get grown, like real grown? Nigga, I had a suit before y'all. I don't know. Yeah, a tailor suit. Yes, I had, I had suits in high school. Taylor? I don't, I don't think it was Taylor. All right then. But I had suits. I mean, but you didn't have a suit before me. I've had suits in my life. I just don't have a suit right now. So what does nigga talk about upgrade by anything? I don't you know. Get, him, you should get that some loafers, bro. Nigga, that's personal taste. Be quiet. That's fly. That's in your mind. So what are we gonna what are you gonna do when niggas ride the two step? I don't wear sweats, dress shoes. There's different type of nobody wants you. Might, wear. You gonna wear your dress blues? I mean, I can wear my Jimmy Choo's. Oh, he gonna flex on me real quick. Okay. Ooh, yes, sir. I'm be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> flex for the Jimmy Choo's. All right, nigga. I mean. Do I need to have a pair of loafers? No, I do not. not if you have Jimmy oh, okay, but uh, how about you, bro? How how's your uh? You doing any shopping? Uh, I've got into retail therapy as a lately. Listen, people you know, discount that, um, people. Oh, good pun. People discount retail therapy. Like shopping, kind of does make you feel good in the moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, it felt really good. Like mm-hmm. when I used to be sad back in the day, I would go buy something and I would feel better. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been sad, but just like blah. We've uh, we had a conversation about sneakers here in the house recently. It reinvigorated my my love for the game again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love sneakers. It's some good shit coming out, man. It's that's a game, and you just get next to an old pro, and you're like, oh, you know, <clears throat> feel like Mike. I love sneakers, bro. Shout out to the Last Dance. Have you been watching the Last Dance? Oh, bro. That matter of fact, that's what I've been doing. Quarantine. I live for Sunday, bro. That's it's a good day to look forward to now. Dennis Rodman is a goat, hands down. He's the Dennis Rodman of us. Here's the Dennis Rodman of Mother's Talk. Oh yeah, Rodman minus the white women, the tattoos, the piercings, and alcoholism. I mean, you definitely would enjoy all of those things if you were Dennis Rodman. You <laughs> definitely would ask us to take a two-day vacation to Vegas. But Don is most likely to go hang out with Kim Jong. True. <laughs> I'm not about two-day vacation. But um, I just I I appreciate him for being free, but still being professional. Like when it came to that between the lines, he was there. But when but when he wasn't there, he lived. He maxed out too. But I do take his life as a um. You see how he is now, and you kind of don't want to be like that when you're 60. Well, he looks a lot worse than he did. He don't got, he's not in touch with his kids. He's not married. How many he got? He got a couple, like at least four. Damn. Damn. Black baby mamas? Hmm. Nah, they white. Come on. Oh, true. He was was crushing. His 30 for 30, you didn't see his 30 for 30? I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't. This shit is, that shit is amazing, bro. Like, crazy. Amazing. Okay. He was out here. But yes, last dance. Niggas put, putting all the respect on Jordan's name. That nigga is better than you. He works harder than you. Yeah. He's more talented than you. He said that about LeBron. He said what about LeBron? He pretty much said like Jordan's a goat because he works hard, his ethic and his drive, not to go to pair with his skill set. 
And, and and he and he made when people talk about this, the one thing I always hear. We're gonna dive into this last dance. Um, his competition in the in the in the finals, they keep talking about that a lot. Like he didn't play good players or whatever. He may have been. I I could see that argument a little bit because maybe the teams weren't as fully built out as teams LeBron faced it, faced. Maybe. Okay. We ahead. can argue. We can match it up, but. Sometimes you're 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 a benefit of the times, bro. Like he came and he and he never lost the finals. Never never didn't never didn't never saw game seven. Was defensive player of the year. Was all defensive team. Like all around player. Come on, bro. You can't Jordan fucking your bitch ten times out of ten. These are facts. Say nothing with facts here. Now he did retire and get a Becky, but I thought he's a, he has a. <laughs> nah, he got a Becky. His his really first, shout out to shout out to my man. I was about to say I thought he had a chonga. His first wife is black though. No. I thought I thought Jordan has a chonga. Let's see. Oh, don't say I like fat chongas. You know? That is Joe with a chonga. Bro, <laughs> I was gonna do a model talk. We were gonna do a model talk makeover show about that guy. And we we're gonna say how to fix his life. The pog nigga? I like pogs. Yeah, he probably like pog. I like I like pogs. That's that's fat. That's white girls with fat asses. <laughs> And every nigga did have a nigga like that. No, I actually never knew what Pog was. I, I've seen the word before. It's, but a, it's a term that's weird. Fat, fat ass white girls. It's a weird term. Yeah. Pogs. I never knew. I like. What, I like. I never knew what chongas was. <laughs> oh, because I I used to date a chonga, so I know what that is. Chonga. Chonga. I don't know what a fat chonga is, but I do know what a chonga is. Chonga. That nigga funny. He need a, he that nigga needs his, a makeover. He needs his life. He's got the cut of his personality. His, he he looked like a he looked like so many things, bro. He's a black brother, so he, that's why we need to do our job and help him out. And sure? like, he deserves a shot. Someone needs to take him under their wing. He does. He does. He deserves a make. I bet he don't got a daddy. Probably not. And if he do got a daddy, his daddy ain't shit. Daddy probably in the bank. That's probably what happened. Nah, his dad ain't in the bank. His dad seated his mother and left. <laughs> Do you think his mom is ugly, Terry? Oh, his mom is definitely fat as hell. Like over obese. She does she like sit on the couch all the time and makes him give her uh food. Like he feeds her. Like he she like he cooks every meal and brings it to her on the couch. Wow. You just painted this whole man's childhood out. No, bro, like I, I really want to go into his home life because what makes a kid like that? I don't know. He probably lived in a trailer park with surrounded no, he by lived in the suburbs. He lived in the suburbs. No, but Briss, you remember the nigga at our school that used to hold the door open for niggas after lunch? Yes. Everybody? Yeah, that's him. I wonder how he's doing, man. And he used to he used to be a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> you know, we never had our I don't know if Dottie had it, but me and Terry, we never had our 10-year reunion. I ain't ready to go we back and I ain't made it. Somebody planned it? Uh, well, our class president was was Zach, and um, he was okay. trying to do something, but um, I think they're gonna do something for fifteen. Okay. I'm just gonna be drunk as hell, and fly as hell. That's what you gotta do. You gotta go back and stunt if you go. See, the joints that I really want to see were not in my grade, so it's kind of weird. You can go. You probably could slide into the other joints that you want to go to. I'm trying to crash 07. Yeah. I'm crash 08. I was talking about just going to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about before the chong? We were talking about Last Dance. Yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite moment so far? The last one. Uh, my, my, the last thing I saw, bro, when he broke down. Yeah, that was mine for Father's Day. When my man was on the floor crying, that, that tussled on a nigga heart. Bro, that you heard that audio of him just like, like weeping. That shit touched my soul. Like, I'm like, because you, because they built it up like you saw all the shit he put into his craft, all the things he sacrificed, the way that he loved, lived his life, the way that he worked, the way he pushed everybody else. And he retired, came back, made it to win his fourth championship, and his father not being, they told me his father was his best friend on Father's Day. Mm-mm. I had a punch a nigga. 
Like if you, if you lost that game, you had to see somebody. Yeah, that was that, that was deep, man. It's it's this is. I'm so happy they released this early. Well, we needed that. Like the world needed Shit, this. Yeah, nothing, nothing else. I appreciate how like Jordan just keeps his soul 100, like in all these moments, especially like when they tried to do like the um, the politician shit. He was like, "Look, I just be, I've been playing basketball my whole life, and mm-hmm. I don't got. I never looked into politics. That's I'm not really a politics nigga. I just want to play ball." Yeah, that's all you want to do. People, people trying to crucify him, and I think this is a great transition. See how I'm transition king. See how I transition into our topic of the day. Back like we never left, baby. You know what I'm saying? The uh, selfishness of the consumer. Mm. So. uh we're all consumers of media, sports. No, we're consumers, period. We're consumers, period. But it's just because you don't make shit, do you, Chris? What do you produce? Content. Content, yes. Dot. What do you produce? Artillery. Art. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good shot. <laughs> Artillery. <laughs> I produce art. He has a has a has a sack of gunpowder that he puts in the bush <laughs> when he goes to bed. Yo, we gonna make a we gonna reboot Major. <laughs> it is what we got. Major Dotson. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but um, but all intents and purposes, we are. <laughs> but, Damn, but, I should have thought of that. I could have been like artillery. But you are artist as well, though. You definitely produce good landscape photography. Damn. I was about to post one of your drones recently. I got it saved in my phone. Like, it's a really good one. Um, But, um... What do you produce, nigga? You answer everybody. That's what I'm saying. So, my I produce... So, I, I'm in the service industry. So, I, I I produce a service. We do a service for our customers. We we store their, their, their records and we, um, deliver them and we receive them and we, 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 uh, inventory them and we secure them. Mm-hmm. That's the service. I'm, so I'm in the service industry. Mm-hmm. I don't produce anything. I don't make anything with my hands. I, I mean, besides this podcast and the art and the art that we create, that's my only production. So no, for all intents and purposes, I consume everything else. I can, content. Yeah. That's content, your jokes and your comedy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's that's what I do produce, but I don't produce any raw materials. Mm-hmm. Don't have to be tangible. It's still something that you're producing. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, cause we are we are consumers, Bruce. Yes. Yeah. So like you said, we're consumers, but specifically for let's say let's keep it in the sense of entertainment, mm-hmm. and uh, for musicians and athletes and artists, mm-hmm. I think we are very selfish because we don't really care about the well-being the ment- most most people just <laughs> don't care about this well-being this the mental health the, the health mm-hmm. you know of our favorite artists mm-hmm. as long as they're producing good content now you yeah. know we some should. of our best arts like for example some of our best art some of our especially in our culture was created in a place where these person people were down and out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Struggling, you know, terrible relationship, you know, or bad mental health, bad mental spacers on drugs. Our best art are people on drugs. Yeah. We, we really care about, really care about what, how they are as a person because the content they bring out, bring out is so good. And I'm saying that is selfish of us as consumers. I'm selfish. And if as long and if and my my whole thing is as long as you acknowledge your your bias and your selfishness, it's okay for me. You know, just acknowledge it because people act like, hey, you know, I care about people. I care about the well being of our favorite artists. I care about uh, Michael Jackson. I care about Whitney Houston. You know, she was on drugs the most of her career. Yeah, I probably would have to take Terry's earlier uh, off off a uh, camera stance when he said people don't well he doesn't really care about like these individuals in that sense and like because when you think about it yeah you brought up Whitney Houston being on drugs and shit like that now that's too young for me let's bring up future doing codeine did I really really care about him on codeine no but when he came out and he said like yeah I've been struggling and then like I, I, I stopped so it's like well I'm glad you stopped nigga now go back and make some shit 
That's selfish. Yeah. So I would have to agree with Terry's earlier statement. But, yeah, back, but like, how about this though? We we are humans and we have emotions and feelings and shit like that. I care about you as my brothers, but like in the grand scheme of things, we're all a part of it's we're talking about cause being consumers. We're all a part of a bigger machine, which is this, this economy the is America. And let's take the movie The Matrix. In The Matrix, we're part of a system that works to, to do whatever what the system is supposed to do, right? Yeah. So artists are part of a system. They're supposed to give us what they're supposed to give us. And I could give up, and I can definitely detach myself from the artist enough to say, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. Nigga, give me that art because that's what you're supposed to do. And you know what? That's what my boss tells me. They don't give a fuck about what I'm going through. Nigga, are you clocking in and are you doing what you're getting paid to do? So being selfish, is it really being selfish or is that's the function that they chose? So you better do your function. So you're saying shut up and dribble. Shut up and shut up and that's not what he's saying. That's basically what he's saying. Now he's saying. You came into a functional functional area. You knew what you signed up for. Give me the art. You bring but, but now, but now what I'm saying. Say, all right, all right. Let's not say so. Take away the social issue of what she meant. I'm saying in the sense of I don't give a fuck with what you, how you feel. You signed up for this. You got to make me care. The art. I don't want the art, not in the sense of shut up and dribble. Okay, so you just yeah, I mean yeah. If you shut up and create music. Take away, put uh yeah. You're okay with I, that? I I told you I agree with what Terry was saying. Now I had to think about it. Talking about shut up and dribble, right? Not that not the what she's saying, but yeah. nigga, do your function. We don't care about all the other shit. I I'm not saying she's wrong, but I know where she's coming from because what we want from LeBron is for him to score the basketball. But we know that people can serve multiple functions. You can play basketball, like like Doc can serve his country and he could take photo and he could take photos. You can work for the you can work for your company and also start another business on the side. You can have multiple functions. But it's your job to make me care about your function. It's it's, it's future's job to make me care about his well-being. If he's asking for help, if the nigga not asking for help, why the fuck should I care? Little Wayne sip sir all of the two from 2005 to 2000 till now. That nigga sip sir. He never once said, "Help me, I need help." You know what he said? He said, "I'm sipping, serving fucking bitches and making money and wearing diamonds and clothes and driving cars and this." And you know what? He didn't ask for help. Mm-hmm. He, you know what he asked for? He asked for me to buy the shit that he was selling. And you know mm-hmm. what I did? I bought it. So, and I loved it. Did you feel bad when? Because Wayne's had multiple uh, seizures, seizures and shit like because of the lean. Bad because because sometimes people don't ask for help. So as a human, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the cold mechanical thinking that I have and that I can go into, and I put myself in a human state, and I'm like I care about the person that's giving me what I like and what I need. Of course, I could be like, damn, I care about Lil Wayne. I don't want him to die from sip and syrup. I want he's probably one of your favorite artists, right? So you should have a little bit of empathy for him. I can, but it's I can literally turn that switch on and off. Oh, so you're a robot. No, I'm not a robot, but I can I can vo- I can compartmentalize my feelings for him as a human and for him as an artist. I could do that. Like it's it's probably not as good. It's probably not good to do that, but I could do it. Interesting. Make the music, nigga. Dance, nigga. Wow. Dance. Shut up and dance. Dribble, nigga. Shut the fuck up and dunk, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about your school you built, bitch. I didn't mean to call him. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're joking. I know you're joking. Call me. This is me being whatever. But I can definitely be that person. My nigga, we, why did we fall in love with LeBron? Not because he was building schools. We fell in love with, in love with LeBron because... He was jumping higher, running faster, and scoring more points than anybody. So you don't like his social activism? No, I love it. Because like I said, like like I said, as a consumer, I consume his talent through through basketball, but I also actually do like that part of him that 
is being good to the world and helping people less fortunate. I think I'm okay with people. It sounds bad to say, like not, I guess, getting in too many bags. Like I'm okay with like Michael Jordan just saying, like, I just want to play ball for the rest of my life. Same thing for like Kobe. Kobe just wanted to hoop. He didn't do too much political stuff until he got out of the league. Yeah, started helping. Like, be good at your craft because when you get, I feel like, and like, so we keep using LeBron as a, an example. He, he, he's, I feel like he's trying to get in too many bags, and it's just like. You feel like LeBron's trying to get into too many bags? Yeah, it's inauthentic to me. Like, especially when he, especially he gets in his social, uh, like, social justice bag, like, he says some shit and then he backtracks when especially with China. Yeah, when the bag gets involved. That shit was stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just play basketball or like not like too many like too many bags is like You about to tell that nigga shut up and dribble. I want to, I want to. I want to because you look crazy. No, but but Chris, I want something I know, and then you're not I, know like, I know where Chris is coming from, right? Because Chris with it. Chris appreciates someone that masters their craft. Yes. And people and, and we're not speaking on all LeBron, we're talking about people, especially in our generation. People be trying to be jacks of all trades, but they are unable to focus on being good at one thing. Now LeBron is not an example because that motherfucker has mastered his craft. So if you if since he's mastered that craft, I think he deserves the leverage to be able to try to become a media person and come up with the shop. Or or try to or try to uh, build a school because he definitely has mastered his craft at basketball. He's become the top player in the world. What else is there to do after that? Why do you think Michael, we talk about the last dance, why did Michael leave basketball? Because he really accomplished everything he could. Mm-hmm. Nobody won three in a row, he did it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, nigga, I left it all, like, let me try to conquer something else. He chose baseball. But a nigga could choose something else. I would rather you, so I, I would rather you go the the micro approach. Just get out instead of like trying to overextend yourself. Like, what if Michael tried to hit the Dion, the Dion Sanders route, play basketball and and play uh, baseball? You know what I'm saying? Only not many people can be masters at multiple crafts. It's very hard, but see, the internet and every, it makes people feel like they gotta be that now, right? Because we see actors that are rappers and rappers that are actors. That are not good. Like, and you take Chris Brown for it. That motherfucker just so happens to be talented at a lot of things. That motherfucker can sing, he can dance, he can paint. I don't think he can act that good, but Man, not really you can sing, you can dance, you can paint. And you're really good at all three of those things. Most people are not good at multiple things. Most people are really specialized at one thing. But it kind of, it makes it, we see people who do it, so we probably try to do it. That's why you feel like that LeBron shit is unauthentic because he sees like, you know what? I see people doing it. Why not try it? And some people look crazy trying. A lot of people look crazy trying. And matter of fact, Chris, I think I told you this in like in confidence in a conversation, bro. Me coming up until I was probably in my twenties, I thought it was corny to try. I really thought it was whack to try, cause I was like, cause you could look crazy trying. Like if it's not natural to you, you look you look bad. Like. If you don't know how to do it naturally, you're going to be awkward doing it. And I never wanted to look awkward and I never wanted to look like I was trying. Like I wanted it to look effortless, everything that I did. So I did. So in my life, and it's probably to my detriment, I didn't do things because I would look weird trying. Uh, That's some real, I promise like, Anything that I wasn't naturally talented at, I never wanted to, I didn't do because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to look like I'm trying and, and it's not cool to look like you're trying. How do we get here from consumerism? I don't know. I have no idea. Start talking I'm about on Henny. Y'all don't got no excuse. LeBron in different bags. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're talking about being special. Yeah, you're getting back into the groove things, you know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is that to speak well, we to... we tried this podcast, you know what I'm saying? We were... Oh, you were, you were young when you were thinking that. So you no, but that's what I'm saying. I got out of that because, like, if you if you have that mentality of not... If you don't have a gift in something, not doing it, you're going to be stuck doing some... You're, gonna, you're, not, you're never going to be a full person. Like, you got to 
try things and, and develop things in your life. Like, shit, I'm not good at relationships. I'm not good at relationships, naturally. I'm not a nigga that just keeps a girlfriend or stays with a girl. Or, I'm, that's not me, naturally. But I know that I have to try and develop that muscle of being that person who can carry on a healthy relationship. I try, man. I got to try. I got to. It's going to be for my benefit to develop that muscle of being a good partner. Some some dudes are naturally great boyfriends. Yeah, they be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they be all right. <laughs> the nigga that, you see the, the video on Twitter, the nigga that like made a movie night for his girl and fucking like had yeah, a- They said that be the nigga to get cheated on. Yeah. Get cheated on, but- But that's a good boyfriend. He don't, he don't get a lot of bitches either. It was that shit. I mean, but, neither did I, but I still wasn't a good boyfriend. Like, fucking. I didn't do too uh, bad. I didn't even do that joke. Yeah, he seemed like he's like, oh my God, you're my world. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never leave me or forsake me. Then she will leave that nigga. That Wait. nigga go cry uh, in the car. He, he gonna cry in the car. <laughs> he go cry. Yeah. She will leave that nigga. She gonna leave that nigga ASAP. She gonna break that nigga hard. She gonna suck. She gonna listen. And you know, that's the type of bitch that really go hard on a nigga like him. She'll send a video of her ass sucking dick or some shit like that. She the nigga. She, she the type of bitch that just pull up with her OnlyFans and he gonna lose it. Mm-hmm. Sucking off his friend, sucking off his cousin. Mm. R.I.P. Bro. Yo, these hoes scandalous. Bro. Bro, she, with no, that's morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people go I, we, we went from consumerism to these hoes is scandalous. Uh, nah, I don't know how we got here. I can't. I, do, I, I can say how we got here. We got here because we were talking about. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> mm, it's okay. It can, <laughs> way, we can listen back late, to man. Listen, uh, Terry, do you have a spiritual moment? Oh, I think I do. That, oh, that's another thing I've been doing during the quarantine. So, like, uh, the Bible app has lessons that you could like subscribe to and like every day, like little daily lessons and things like that. And um, the one I'm doing right now is about staying close to God. It's mm-hmm. attached. So it's a couple, a couple of jokes I have written down that I'm going to say, excuse me, mm. stay attached to God, stay close. It's a matter of life or death. Like, I believe in a higher power and I'm trying and being connected to that higher power as closely as you can. Really, your life is kind of in the balance of your connection with, with, mm-hmm. with, with the, your higher power. If you don't stay in the right place and stay connected to, to your spirituality, it's, you will lose yourself and get wrapped up in this world. And we see all the stuff that's going on right now. And we need to, and right now we probably need to stay more connected than we do any other time because Things are in such disarray, and we don't know what's going to happen. And um, I think I think, and and I really like this lesson that I'm going through right now because it's just giving you Bible verses and and, and stories about how it benefits for you to stay connected and to remind yourself to don't like whatever may be going on. You gotta what, what, what's the little? Um, I'm sure there's a very a hymnal. You gotta like stay close to God. You know what I'm saying? Like. Grab onto the hem of his garment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to shout out to that story. Like you really need to stay connected to the higher power in your spirituality because you will get lost and get wrapped up in the world, and you're gonna be on the podium looking like Donald Trump talking about shoot yourself up with um with bleach. And that's a wild man. That's a that's a hey, wild boy right there. Have you seen the the Asian American woman? Oh, she said, wait, why did you say that to me? Yo, she was she was about to come for him. She was like, wait, why did you she say that? The mask off and huh? everything. Like, and she gave him the look like, are you trying to sun me right now? Like, are you trying to, like, let me know because I could, you know what I'm saying? He was upset. He was like, because, and then, and then he ended, he deaded the whole shit because like, oh shit. Bro, he's, he's clearly a racist. He got a little pecker. And... He got a little pecker. Bro, he had he had to mail order a bride from Russia. Let's not forget about like he has done some flagrant things in his life. He has that toupee on. 
he got he got the whole toupee on his head. And listen, we're not gonna bash the president, even though he no, did. we can. I don't got time for it, bro. We just need to we need to vote, and we need to get that man off. But even though Biden ain't the one we want, he the one we got. Made the that's a very good proverb, Terry. It's the one I we got. It. I feel it. Don't tell niggas to hold their vote. Nah, you can't hold that's no stupid. votes, man. But, I see what a third party is. Somebody but they're not. They're not gonna. We don't got them third party. It's a two part system. It'll never change, bro. Exactly. Anyways, that's another podcast for another day. But all I'm saying, mm-hmm. stay connected to God. Stay connected to your higher power. Stay connected to your loved ones. I'm digging this little hair right here. To be honest, but I might keep the junk. You know I feel like my my cut coming in. I feel like oh, I've been doing a lot of push up. Been working out for real. Listen, I'm, I'm out here. I'm, the only reason I'm not working out tonight is because I'm talking to you. Damn, I ain't been able to work out at all. Bro, I got a, I got the I'm home workout. Show. I got the home workout. Show. I got the bands. Maybe. And you're getting heavy, cuz. What's getting heavy? The stash. Nigga, that stash weighing you down. Cut that off. You feel like a different <laughs> man. Let that joint grow and sprout. You got some. That's wild, cuz. You know I'm saying. All right, man. Um, for the I didn't do no research for the small business of the week, but I have a small business in my house. So the small business of the week goes to Pressology, the on queen of the world. Yes, sir. Shout out to my lady, my fiance Mecca Fowler, aka soon to be Mecca Fuller. She has a, she has a. a <laughs> A budding business called Pressology, which is uh, custom nails, press on nails for women in this quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like how we can't get to the barbershop, they can't get to the nail salon. She's filling a void with people that can, um, that need to get their nails done. So her website is pressology.com. Yeah. You can find her on Instagram and on Facebook at Pressology. And her other socials are check out Mac and things like that. Get in touch with her. Um, Tara, do you remember? Yeah, so follow, get your nails done. Tara, do you remember you gave a shout out on the small business of the week? Yes, Before I was really about to ask you if we were going to be able to retrieve the episode. I don't think so. So go ahead and if you remember the small oh, business. Sure. Like speaking of, speaking of nails, um, I want to shout out a good friend of mine. Her name is Portia, and she has her own business. Um, she does nails, and she is a nail artist. And you can follow her on Instagram at Freckle Dollface, and you can also follow her business at Freckled Dollface. No, Freckled Dollhouse underscore Nail Studio, and she right. she does very good, very good, uh, very good work, and she comes highly recommended. And, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I don't know if it'll be released, but yeah, so freckled, freckled underscore dollface and um, her business page is freckled dollhouse underscore nail studio and go to her for your manicure needs, beauty, cosmetic and personal care. Thank you. Shout two, out. Shout out to two small businesses today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially in these times of the Yeah, pandemic. keep them claws right, baby. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could cut my hair, but <laughs> maybe I'll go bald because I'm gonna try it. I'll get my shape up right. I don't like, know. You say you was gonna get braids, now you're talking about going bald. What you about to do? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get braids. Fuck it. You see it? I got a Steve Harvey joint right now. This nigga gonna I haven't picked out whole time. I need to go to the store get a pick. This nigga, like the kids say, this nigga capping. Oh, ain't, no, ain't, no cap, ain't no cap in my rap, Playboy. Mm. Yeah, big cap. Mm. All right. Well, uh, this is the first inaugural, inaugural Zoom podcast of Mother Talks. It's been great to get back what with these fellas. I think he's trying to get some content. I'm putting this on the page, you dickhead. Let me wear my hat like this, man. It's been great to get back with you guys, and uh, uh, we're going to test this out, see how it goes. Uh, the content never stops, it's just the world. the world. So, big beat, no season. All right.
See, this is my work. This is my work zone. You throwing games times up. This nigga hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, and all right, <laughs> listeners. On the path to player them, there are two rules to success. Say, actually, there's three now. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to the code, and wash your damn hands. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Stop the recording. We done. Special uninvited guests came in through the back door. Ladies and gentlemen, Dance with the mantis, no for slim chances. Chant this anthem, swing like Pete Sampras. Taking it straight to big man on campus. Brandish your weapon, don't get dropped to the canvas. Scandalous, made the metro panic. Call static, with or without the automatic. And while I'm at it, yo, you got cash pass it, it's drastic. Got to send half, they tell you that.